This is joy, this is summer Keep alive Stay alive protagonista de una ceremonia que rememora nuestra violenta supervivencia humana a expensas de la naturaleza. El toro es sacrificado porque el toro es sagrado. Sobrevivimos porque matamos a la naturaleza. No podemos evadirnos de esta necesidad. Nuestra necesidad es nuestra culpa. Y saberlo es algo que daña nuestras almas. España arranca las máscaras de la hipocresía puritana, transformando nuestra relación. your name? I can't remember. Where are you from? I can't remember. Can't you remember anything? I remember the Alamo. <laughs>
Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's Winslow tea. A New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer. Because that's how you know it's Winslow. Race to the bottom. 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 Yes. What the? Where's my tunes? What happened to my tunes? Let's see. I'll figure that out later. Who cares? Oh, here it is. Sorry. From the Winslow T Broadcast booth here in sunny Bushwick, Brooklyn, this is Race to the Bottom. How's it going, guys? Radio Free Brooklyn, Race to the Bottom. I'm your host, John Reed, and my opening monologue is sponsored, as always, by <sighs> Winslow T. That's how you know it's Winslow. I'm drinking it right now. This Winslow tea thing is really taking off. But I know what you're wondering. Is it scalable? Does Winslow tea have the infrastructure to go elsewhere in this great nation of ours? To take the whole nation by storm? The world? Will they be drinking Winslow tea in Portugal? You're asking. In Ghana. In the greater and lesser Antilles. Only time we're t- only time will tell. Only time we're tough. Oh, it's so good to be back with you guys. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Got a lot of people calling me chief these days. I think they can feel how my that I've got the uh, eye of the tiger, the fire in my belly. My wife always noticed that people call me boss, like in a bodega or whatever. But they've switched to chief. 
That's a phenomenon. That's that's 2019, John. Chief. Talk to my buddy Taino Bobby about that. I've, I'm working at this summer summer camp. We took our kids to the Museum of the American Indian and the and uh, what is that? The the tip of Manhattan, the seaport, South South Seaport area. Something like that. We went and saw this guy, Taino Bobby. He's a storyteller. You know the Tainos, right? They are uh, the native people of the Caribbean. Taino Bobby said, you know, there's a rumor that all the Tainos were wiped out by Columbus and by disease, the spreading of, of the white man disease. But he said... Don't don't let them fool you. I'm uh, telling you talk to Taino Bobby. He was telling us that uh, all these words that we thought were English words or Spanish words. He'd say canoe. Is that an English word? Yeah. Is that a Spanish word? Canoa. Yeah, that's that's a Spanish word. No, it's not. It's a Taino word. Iguana. Is that an English word? Yeah. Spanish word, yeah, nope. It's a Taino word. So now with my students, we we joke around with any word that we say. Hungry. Is that an English word? Nope. Spanish word, nope. It's a Taino word. Try that with your friends. Try that on for size. And and get Taino Bobby to come talk at your school or your or your uh, workplace. Get come have him come talk at your office. He's cool. But, uh, you know, speaking of conquest and disease, I've been thinking about this. I, I found this clip. I was in college, man, 20 years ago now. And I took a lot of Latin American studies classes. And there's this great writer, Carlos Fuentes. And uh, he wrote some... Great nonfiction, great fiction, and he he did this multi-part series with an accompanying documentary. It's called The Buried Mirror, and it's about the um, Spanish roots in Latin America. And uh, it's great, but in in one of these, in one of the one of the segments, he. Uh, he says this, and this is in Spanish, but I'll translate it because it's so good. Sobrevivimos porque matamos a la naturaleza. No podemos evadirnos de esta necesidad. Nuestra necesidad es nuestra culpa. Y saberlo es algo que daña nuestras almas. He says we survive because we destroy nature. He's talking about human beings. And this is in the context of a bullfight. He's talking about why people uh, uh, love love to go to the the bullfights. He says we survive because we destroy nature, and we cannot escape this necessity. Our necessity is our shame, and this knowledge damages our souls. How about that? It's deep stuff. 
listen to the Rachels in the background. Off music for Egon Shiel. My wife just told me there was an article that uh, this guy found a, a an Egon Shiel. He's an artist, mostly an illustrator. Great, uh, great lines. Great lines on that one. But they, uh, somebody found an Egon Shield drawing in a, in a, in some thrift store in Queens. It's worth like two hundred thousand dollars. So I thought, they, and then this is this group, uh, Rachel's, who I love, and they did the music for this play called uh, something about Egon Shield. I can't remember. And man, speaking of music, how about that intro? These mashups are getting crazy. Heard, heard a little bit from Frank Ocean, as we almost always do in the mashups. The Eurythmics. Some Steel Pulse in there. Some uh, music by request. From my mother-in-law. The, uh, what's that one called? The Trouser Press. But yeah, it's it's uh it is officially we've been flirting around the edges, but is it it is officially the dog days of summer. I was looking into the dog days of summer. The, the, the dog days of summer are July 12th to August 20th this year. And it's and I know that sounds really specific. But the dog days of summer were historically the period following the heliacal heliacal Rising of the star system Sirius. So we know when that star system rises. And that's on July 12th. And the Romans and the Greeks, in their their astrology, they connected this time with heat, drought, sudden thunderstorms. That's true. Lethargy. I've been feeling that. Fever. Mad dogs. I guess that's where the dog days of summer. And bad luck. But I hope that you... Escape at least the bad luck, if not also the the fever, uh, because it is it's getting hot out there. It's like ninety six degrees in the shade. Ninety six degrees in the shade. Real hot, oh yeah, it's in the shade. Thank you. Whoever sang that, what was that? One one world, one circle? Some great reggae. I, I should have dropped into the whole tune, but that gives you a little taste, and you can do your own research. Who sings 96 Degrees in the Shade? If I still had an intern, I'd ask him right now. How are you doing on the uh, our Race to the Bottom book club? RTTB book club. We're reading Song of Solomon. I'm still on page 125, so you can catch up. Song of Solomon, Tony Morrison. Word, word. How about the word of the day? Speaking of word. The word of today is polemical, relating to or involving strongly critical, controversial, or disputatious writing or speech. Critical, hostile, bitter, bitter, polemical, virulent, vitriolic, venomous. Corrosive, biting, caustic, trenchant, sardonic. That's a great word. Scathing, astringent, 
piercing. You get the you get the drift. And uh, speaking of being polemical, I am somewhat polemical on the show, but that makes me realize how I also need to balance that out with some love. And that's why I have the next segment that we're going to get to called recommend, Recommended. It's a And recommendation, recommended. I always do that because the the song says recommendation, but the segment is called recommended. And recommended today is brought to you by our new sponsor, Crappy Crafts. Come to Crappy Crafts and get crafting. Hi, this is Bethany. I just had a lot of coffee, and then I went over to this place that I really want to tell you about called Crappy Crafts. Crappy Crafts specializes in all crafts. The amount of crappy craft work going on at this store is unbelievable. There's ceramic and glass crafts, including glass making, glass blowing, glass etching, glass bead making, and stained glass. There's earthenware, mosaic, and porcelain. And I'm just getting started. There's fiber and textile crafts, like quilting, lace making, embroidery, rope making, macrame, spinning, Weaving, knitting, crocheting, shoemaking, and stitching. Hold on, there's also flower crafts, like bouquet and floral design. There's leather work, like leather carving and boiled leather making. Need I mention mixed media? There's beadwork, basket weaving, and scrapbooking. Don't even get me started on needlework. Does crochet ring a bell? How about cross-stitch, embroidery, needle pointing, patchwork, and quilting? And we haven't even gotten into paper crafts, like origami. Decoupage, book binding, paper engrossing, paper mache, and calligraphy. Oh, but you're tough. You want to work with wood and furniture. Well, Crappy Crafts has wood burning, wood carving, lacquer art, cabinet making, upholstery, wood turning, and timber framing. And finally, there's metal crafts like enameling, blacksmithing, tinware, clock making, silversmith, coppersmith, locksmithing, jewelry, watchmaking, and casting. So come to Crappy Crafts. And get crafting. Wow. That is a lot. That place sounds great. Uh, come to Crappy Crafts and get crafting. They didn't even say where that was. I guess just do that on Google Maps. So, yeah, what do I recommend? As I said, I talk a lot of trash on the show sometimes, like this Mr. Rogers movie. Did you see this? Tom Hanks looks sick. Stay away from that movie. But this is this is recommended. What am I doing? Let me tell you what I recommend. I recommend the 538 Politics podcast. And I know what you're saying. Um, we had Bernie Sanders do the do the intro, the race to the bottom. That was Bernie. Who, who sent that in. He, he's a fan of the show. And some fans of Bernie Sanders are not that big of fans of the 538 Politics podcast because they think uh, they kind of uh, diminish Bernie's um, power or or they don't, they, they kind of um, look askance at, at Bernie and, and his chances. But I'll, t- I'll, I will say this. But I'll say this. Um, you know, if Bernie can't beat Nate Silver, he can't beat Omelette Bar. So, um, I think, 
I don't know. I just I, I like the way that they they look at things on the Five Thirty Eight Politics podcast, and uh, I think that as far as you know, I think objective journalism is is kind of a a myth, always has been. But I don't know. They're somewhat objective, and they're funny. So I recommend that, and I recommend Queer Eye. What is it, season three or four? Oh, we're loving it. So good. Check that out on uh, on Netflix. Supposedly Netflix is moving to this area of our, um, like right across the street from Radio Free Brooklyn, which you are listening to right now, and which is a 501c3. Did I mention that? And the views that I express are not those of, of, of the station. Okay. All right, it's with a heavy heart that I move on from this segment and to a segment that's kind of a necessary evil. And it's called Excusez-moi. I'm going to teach you how to say excuse me in French. That means I am sorry. Excusez-moi. Excuse-moi. Pardon. Pardonnez-moi. Je suis désolé. Yeah, and uh, excusez-moi, this week is brought to you by The Machine. Their sensory deprivation tanks um, are ready for you to, uh, I guess, submerge into them and uh, to start to feel okay, come to Bay Ridge uh, and come to The Machine. Uh, Let's hear from The Machine. This is Craig. I used to be depressed. Can you imagine that? I spent all day looking at pigeons, and now I'm fine. You wonder why? I've got one word. The machine. The machine is a place in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, filled with sensory deprivation tanks. Each tank is pitch black, lightproof, soundproof. The environment is heated to the same temperature as the skin. Each tank is filled with 10 inches of water, which contain enough dissolved Epsom salt to create a specific gravity. This environment allows an individual to float effortlessly on the surface of the water and to feel okay. Sounds crazy. You don't believe me. You heard of Carl Lewis, track and field Olympian? He used sensory deprivation tanks to prepare himself for the gold medal long jump in the 88 Seoul Olympics. Two-time NBA MVP Stephen Curry reportedly uses a deprivation tank every two weeks. Podcast superstar Joe Rogan uses one every day. A new part of the Beatles, you know John Lennon? He used sensory deprivation to kick his heroin habit in 1979. Convinced? Come to Bay Ridge and welcome to the machine. Wowza, that's an intense, intense ad right there. And that's, that's Craig from NYC Pigeon People. I guess he, he, uh, he's got a new line of work there. I got to talk to, to them and, and tell them it's Stephen Curry, not Stephen Curry. But that's intense, sensory deprivation tanks in Bay Ridge. So you might have noticed that we lost some sponsors. Tom Logan's gone. Do-over meal systems are gone. We even lost room for cream for the time being. They said they, they're going to look at it next business quarter or whatever they said. So why, why did that happen? Because I keep, I'm like one week on, one week off. And that's running through the whole summer, it looks like. And I apologize for that. But I got to, 
you know, I got to take care of, of, of myself and my family. <laughs> uh, last week, uh, Amanda from, from Reciprocity Radio covered it, and, and she, did in a, uh, she knocked it out of the park again. These hosts, these guest hosts, they're amazing. But uh, yeah, I wasn't there, and we lost some sponsors. And hold the phone. Drum roll, please. I'm going to be away next week also. And um, the guy you just heard, host of um, Mothers of Connection, the Frank Zappa radio show that's on before me, he's covering me. Kent. And he's, I, he's a hilarious dude, so I, th- I think he's going to do a great job. But I do have to say, uh, pardonnez-moi, je suis désolé for that. Also, it was brought to my attention that some people thought my characterization of Mets pitcher Jason Vargas as a total greaseball was offensive. I, don't, I even think Jason Vargas would be okay with me calling him a total greaseball. Like I said, he looks like the kind of guy who would be like on the Long Island Railroad and like fight you for looking at his sister the wrong way. Also, last... Uh, 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 excuse, pardon moi, excuse moi. I need to make a clarification. Last week or two weeks ago, I talked about uh, the allegation that Trump raped a 13 year old girl. Um, and sh- this 13 year old girl came out. Um, so let me be really clear because I don't, I don't want to say anything bad about omelet bar that's not true so the the true story uh the true allegation or the actual allegation is that she uh he raped this 13 year old girl but she's not still 13 years old she's a woman now so i'm sorry uh for the confusion about that cold comfort right uh okay so that is a very weird ending to my monologue, but we live in very weird times. The phone number, 718-928-9732. And this is Race to the Bottom on Radio Free Brooklyn. And your this monologue has been brought to you by Winslow T. Because that's how you know, that's how you know that you're sure that it's Winslow. So let's do some housekeeping, take some phone calls, and then we got one heck of a political checkup from Johnny's Automotive coming at you at the bottom half of the hour. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization 
whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we have launched an after-school program for teenagers to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash afterschool. And remember, all donations are tax-deductible. That song stuck in my head all week. Thought I'd thought I'd give you a sample, old-fashioned sample of uh, of Bob Dylan playing uh, playing in the basement up in Woodstock. That's where I was this past week, Woodstock area. Some people might have loved that. Some people don't like Bob Dylan. I had a friend. Uh, had a friend. Well, kind of. I have a friend, Drew, who who said. Whenever you'd ask, do you like Bob Dylan? You'd say, no, I don't like poetry, which I always thought was hilarious. But uh, some people love him. Can't get enough of him. 
So that's for you, Dylan lovers. All right, let's do this. Where's the, where's the, where's this? Oh, yeah, here we go. I know you're ready for some politics But John Reed, race to the bottom Thank you, as always, to Johnny's Automotive. Man, I got to speak, and I got all these new ads from these new people. I got this this old cryptocurrency ad from Johnny, but I mean, he's still accepting it. So let's uh, let's hear from Johnny's Automotive because with a last name like Reed, I know how to read a good deal. That's why I go to Johnny's Automotive, where they do the job right and check it. That's Johnny's way. Sponsor of the political checkup. Hi, this is Johnny from Johnny's Automotive. I'm here today to talk about cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is a digital asset designed to work just like cash or card. Cryptocurrencies use decentralized control, unlike a central bank. That adds up to a whole lot more folks checking to make sure things are legit. That's why I'm proud to announce that in addition to striving to go carbon neutral, Johnny's Automotive is now accepting crypto. That's right. Pay for your new muffler with Bitcoin, Litecoin, Monero, or NEO. Or fork over the money for those new brakes or rotors with Ethereum, Zcash, Dash, or Ripple. We even accept Potcoin, Pandacoin, and Insanecoin. Just another reason to make it on down to the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. Johnny's, we do it right and check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Well, last week it was all about Omelette Bar versus the Squad. This week it's been uh, a really rousing edition of Muller Time. For more on this, it's time for What in the Crap. What in the Crap. What in the Crap. Yeah, so if I would have done the show last weekend... It would have been all about the last uh, last week's only news story, the Squad vs. Omelet Bar. In this corner, we've got the four ladies of color. Do we still? I can't believe we still say that, ladies of color. And in this other corner, finishing up a a, a McFish. It's omelet bar. Um, and I don't want to spend too much time on that. That's old news, right? We've moved on as a country. <laughs> but I did just want to remind us that this whole thing started with uh, Trump and, uh, sorry, with omelet bar and the squad because of, uh, you know, this woman, Maureen Dowd, she's a, she's a columnist for the New York Times, and I would read part of her column, but I've looked at too many New York Times articles recently, and they won't let me. They locked me out um, of their thing. But anyway, yeah, so here, I'm just getting this music in the background. There we go. Ooh, that's nice. This is uh, Chili Gonzalez doing an intro version of Feist's Intuition. All right. Now that I got that in the background, I can continue. Wow. So quiet and nice. Just like our politics. Okay. 
So, you go to Paris, France, right? No, here we go. So, Pelosi gave this interview to the amazing Maureen Dowd in which she dismissed the uh, squad as four people who didn't have any following. But I just wanted to remind everybody of the history of Maureen Dowd. Uh, you could you could go back way back uh, 20 years ago to her unflagging support of Bill Clinton and how she th- uh, and she dragged Monica through the mud, which, you know, did not age very well. But I want to go back just a, a couple years <laughs> to this uh you remember when Maureen Dowd uh, wrote this article where she she ate uh, edibles in Colorado after they legalized uh, pot there? Oh my God, it's good stuff. Um, all right, this guy. You want me to hear this ad? I don't want to hear it. Check this. This is great. Uh, so yeah, she. So Colorado had just legalized pot, and and Maureen Dowd said, "I'm going to go to." To call, I guess she'd never really done the weed before. Listen, I found this article, uh, this this online thing from Newsy, very reputable source. Uh, so that means I have to turn down, turn down Feist. Sorry, sorry, Feist. Check this out. This is hilarious. Unmuted. Version of Reaper Ma- In case you missed it, New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd recently starred in her very own version of Reaper Madness. To get a feel for Colorado's legal pot scene, Dowd traveled to Denver. And as part of her research, the Pulitzer Prize winner decided to sample some edible marijuana for herself. For her first foray into marijuana-infused edibles, she settled on a weed caramel chocolate candy bar. Dowd then holed up in a hotel room, nibbled on the pot-laced candy, and waited for the results. She shares her experience in a column published Tuesday. I felt a scary shudder go through my body and brain. I barely made it from the desk to the bed where I lay curled up in a hallucinatory state for the next eight hours. I was thirsty but couldn't move to get water or even turn off the lights. I was panting and paranoid. As my paranoia deepened, I became convinced that I had died and no one was telling me. Eventually, after Dowd returned to a more sober state, she learned she'd eaten 16 times more than what's recommended for new marijuana users, a recommendation that wasn't on the label. Now, the column was meant to call attention to the state's efforts to regulate edible marijuana, but that was lost on pretty much everyone. Instead, it was her pot-induced freakout that got the most attention. To say she got burned on Twitter is putting it mildly. Comedy Central tweeted, Maureen Dowd curled up in a hallucinatory state after eating pot candy. Funny, that's what most people do after reading Maureen Dowd. Oh. Circa's Anthony DeRosa, honestly, I assumed Dowd was always curled up in a hallucinatory state while writing her columns. Oh! Yeah, so I just wanted to bring that one back. I'm I'm sure that she would like to put that past her. And I know it's not funny to make fun of people when they are uh, have bad marijuana experiences. Or is it? Or is it now? But um, yeah, that's that's old news because this week we heard from No Siree Bob Mueller 2020, right? Let's just have him let's just have him run. That's how he'll save us. The guy's very circumspect. He's not at all like our buddy uh 
Comey. Actually, he is. There is one way that he's a lot like Comey, which I'll get to in a second. You know, Comey, that homie Comey. Comey, 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 Comey, that homie Comey. Man, this is, that's too light. I forgot how long that Comey spot is. So the way that he's like Comey is that you you remember uh, that homie Comey when he came out right before the the elections and said, "Oh well, um, we're not we can't prosecute uh, Hillary, but she she messed up quite a bit." Okay, guys, right? Same thing with with uh, this Mueller dude, right? We can't. Sorry, we, we, we're going to recommend that we can't do anything. I think this Mueller thing was the dumbest thing of all time. It was doomed from the start. I'm not usually a, a huge Michael Moore fan, but I was reading some of his, his tweets. And he made the point, I didn't realize this, since the beginning of the FBI, what was it, 29? It's been all Republicans. Republicans obviously nominate uh, Republican FBI directors, but so do Democrats. You think this uh, this is like a, a, a W. Bush guy, Mueller, just because he, uh, you know, wears nice suits. But then, you, you, you know, you got this FBI director who's never rocked his boat in his, in, in his entire life in charge of deal, dealing with the craziest dude of all time it's like the i think i've talked about the knife fight story or the knife fight theory in on this show before if you're gonna fight somebody and they pull out a knife you're scared right but what and then if they if they just cut themselves before they uh they fight you then you're really scared right then that's what that's what an omelet bar is like he doesn't care right that's why we need to burn it all down. Bring in something new. I talked about socialism last week or two weeks ago. Maybe that's the solution. But, you know, uh, somebody, uh, Rena, who was listening to the show, she made the good point that socialism won't solve the problem of all these men with power that are willing to abuse. That's true. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, Maybe we impeach. Probably we don't. But I'm, I can't even play the Bye Bye Birdie or We Got Him this week. Too depressed. Too depressed. It's got to happen with, with the election. That's, that's the segue to our next part of the show. Who do you want to win and who's going to win, right? That's, that's the big question. The big question is... Who do you want to win, and who gonna win? And who who do you want to win, and who's gonna win is brought to you by a new sponsor. We we got him. We got the new sponsors in droves. Where's Where's our new sponsor? George's. I'll play I'll play George's spot in a in a minute because I can't find it right now. So I need a, why I need an intern. Anyway, the 2020 presidential race is really getting really, uh, and then I didn't change this. 
It's really getting hairy. That's what I'll say. The, t- <laughs> the 2020 presidential race is really getting hairy. Brought to you by George's Barbershop in Park Slope. Um, take advantage of their summer special so you don't look like a gorilla at the beach. That's a little offensive. I look like a gorilla at the beach. So who do you want to win and who's going to win, if you don't mind me asking? Well, as a bunch of articles and studies have recently come out, I know what's wrong, why this doesn't feel right. Man, I'm off, I'm off my game today with some of these transitions. I know you can tell, but it's still a damn good show. So get your money's worth. R.J. Miller. That's the problem. Didn't hear R.J. Miller in the background. Well, as a bunch of articles and studies have recently come out that Amabar could lose by up to 5% of the popular vote and still win the Electoral College, we're getting ready for the next... (laughs) We're getting ready for the next Democratic debates, guys. Oh, my God. And, um, Brian Ripken, if you are listening, uh... Now would be a great time to call in. We got our buddy from uh, BuzzFeed News that might be calling in. We'll see. But let's break this down because this is coming up this next week. Night one and night two. Two crazy nights. They should create like a two candle menorah. Two crazy nights. So who do we have first night? July 30th. What's July 30th? What day of the week is that? Get my crack research team on it. Tuesday. All right. So on Tuesday, we've got... Well, I shouldn't have done that. Now I got to... We've got... Marianne Williamson. I just don't. Where is she? Oh. Marianne Williamson. How are you going to dumb it down, Marianne? How are you going to turn it into a soundbite or into a bumper sticker? Like, I'm supposed to get shallow for people. I don't want to get shallow for you. You get deep with me. Tim Ryan, who I think is one of the characters on The Office. Um, Amy Klobuchar. She was so um, hangry one time, she ate a salad with a, a fork with not with a fork that would be normal no with a comb with a hair comb and then screamed at her intern to clean, clean it off for her we've got Mr. Pete Buttigieg Mr. Fundraiser this guy's this guy's like a get him to work for the PTA Bernie Sanders who was so um, nice as to do our intro theme for us Elizabeth Warren, she's got a plan for it. Beto O'Rourke, what about this guy? They can't go to Tinder and find a date tonight to find that special person who's going to make the difference in their lives. I want to make sure every American has that opportunity. John Hickenlooper, what do you? What can you say? That's the guy. He's the guy who says he's not a socialist, and he was the. Like governor of Colorado, responsible for the pot coma that Marine Dowd suffered. Thanks a lot, Hick and Looper. John Delaney, who has the best quote of of this uh, these primaries so far, 
uh, I want this on a hat. I just don't want to be your president to be your president. I want to be your president to do the job. Right? (laughs) And then Steve Bullock, who's Sandra Bullock's husband, who she left for uh, that tattoo guy. All right. So that's night uh, one. Then night two, this will be on Wednesday, July 31st. We got uh, Michael Bennett, who's got a real kind of scrunched up look to his face. Um, that's all I know about him. Uh, Kristen Gillibrand. Will they ask her about Al Franken? Do you read about this uh, Jane Mayer article in the New Yorker? Casting new light on whether, whether Franken uh, was... Uh, Railroaded. And now all these senators are saying, yeah, we shouldn't have done it. But Christian Gillibrand, or Kirsten, sorry. That's that's going into the excuse me column. Kirsten Gillibrand. She stands by it. She she was the big uh catalyst. And she's not she's not giving up on this one. And you know what? I'm not either. Good good riddance, Al Franken. Go try to write some sketches. Julian Castro will be there. You know, Julian. People liked him. People liked him in the last couple of debates, but uh, it did not move the needle. Then we've got Cory Booker. La situación ahora es inaceptable. Este presidente ha atacado, ha demonizado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable. Voy a cambiar este. Hope he speaks some more Spanish. We've got the torch holder, Joe Biden. I'm still holding on to that torch. Ugh. Um, then we got Kamala Harris, who I'm just going to come, come out and be honest about this. I don't try to tilt the scale on this show as far as who who I who do I want to win and who's going to win. But I'm I'm going to come clean about this one. And let's see if you knew this listeners to the show. Could you tell unless I've told you off the show. I was a I I I I had my hat in the Kamala Harris ring. For the past few months. But the past couple weeks, I don't know. I've started to reconsider. Um, But I found this. This was on her. I follow her on Instagram. And this was really weird. As as, uh, my wife was saying, only women have to do this. Go into the kitchen to show that they're down-home ladies. But she, she has this famous chicken that she's really proud of. And this was her and her husband doing like a cooking show on her Instagram, teaching you how to make make her famous chicken. This is weird. This is my go-to roast chicken. Douglas, will you grate pepper in here? Rosemary leaves off of here. Oh, like three times as much. I bet. Okay. So yeah. Now, Douglas, will you? If you can just peel them, honey. Salt. Oh, like three times as much. 
Hey. Douglas Bleu, chopped herbs. Oh, like three times as much. The lemon zest, the minced garlic. Spoon all this. Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie. Hey. As this roast, this is all gonna just be fragrant. Douglas Bleu, tie that little bad boy up. Good job, Dougie. Hey. There's our That's chicken. <laughs> Good job, Dougie. Hey. <laughs> they have a weird kind of relationship, I gotta say. Good job, Dougie. Like three times as much. I got to play that one more time. That's so weird. This is my go-to roast chicken. Douglas, will you scrape pepper in here? Rosemary leaves off of here. Oh, like three times as much. I bet you Okay, so yeah. Garlic. Now, Douglas, will you, if you can just peel them, honey. Salt. Oh, like three times as much. Hey. Douglas Bleu, chopped herbs. Oh, like three times as much. The lemon zest, the minced garlic. Spoon all this. Oh, like three times as much. Good job, Dougie. Hey. As this roast, this is all gonna just be fragrant. Douglas Bleu, tie that little bad boy up. Good job, Dougie. Hey. There's our <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Good job, Dougie. Hey. <laughs> That's hypnotic. I can't stop listening to that. Yeah. So Kamala Harris, that's that's her uh let's see, what did I use? The the personal laptop. And sorry, I'm filling out this form. Studio laptop, personal laptop, or device. Submit. So yeah. Kamala's there and Kamala's with Joe again. They're back together. Reunited, and it felt so good. Um, Andrew Yang, the universal basic in- income guy. Tulsi Gabbard, who's, I think, the Intercept's uh, favorite candidate. Jay Inslee, that's the climate guy. And Bill de Blasio, I don't know who that is. Um, so it should be interesting. First night, basically. I thought I thought our, our buddy from BuzzFeed News was going to call in and talk to us about this, but I guess he uh, he had a deadline or something. Uh, so I'll I'll do my little thing. So and this is basically what everybody's going to say. It's going to be very interesting having Bernie and Warren up there together. Um, hopefully, we knock out some of these these chumps um, after this this debate. Tim Ryan from the Office. And then, um, and then, night two rematch is uh, is is Kamala going to go hard at Joe? Are the, or are they going to make up? You're going to have Cory Booker there. He he might go hard at Joe. Who knows? We'll talk about it um, next week. Kent Corrin will be covering me. I know. I'm so sorry. Keep keep leaving. But these. Uh, all these guest hosts are amazing, so we'll be fine. Up next, Got Crime Talk BK with Joanna Purpich. Great show. Stay tuned. It's awesome. Um, I'm going to leave you with Grizzly Bear, but it's not just Grizzly Bear. It's Michael McDonald singing lead vocals. Um, what the heck? And I'm sorry, if I there's definitely going to be a Je suis désolé next week in two weeks for how bad I was on the boards today. But it was still a good job, Dougie.
right? Um, while you wait for the others, Grizzly Bear featuring Michael McDonald. Have a great week. Stay tuned for Crime Talk BK, and I will talk to you guys in two semanas. That means week in Spanish. All right, bye. While you wait for the others to make it all worthwhile, all your useless pretensions are weighing on my time. You could beg for forgiveness as long as you like. I'll just wait out the evening. You'll only beat me twice. Yes, you'll only beat me twice. So I. As long